What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of O Jeremiah Talks. It is the podcast where my wife, Erin, and I, the band O Jeremiah, just talk it out. Uh, this week on the podcast, we are getting geared up for summer. It's like 86 degrees. It went from spring. We, we had spring for like 20 minutes, and now it's full on summer. And we're getting ready today on the podcast. And also on Patreon, we get geared up for your girl Erin's 30th birthday. It is all celebration in the O. Jeremiah household this week. So if you want that, head over to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash O. Jeremiah. Just want to say thanks for a really great single release week. If you haven't checked it out, we released a new song last week called Pretty Boy. And I'm going to be honest, we had a great weekend uh, and celebrating it and enjoying it. And that's all because of you. So thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't yet, there's still so much time. You can get it wherever you get your music. Okay, that's it. Let's jump into this episode, talk about summer with your girl Erin. O Jeremiah Talks. Let's go. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I will kill together. Yeah. Hello, my love. Can I tell you something? Oh, yes. I'm in this like weird. This tea is weird, babe. Yeah, you okay. have a weird tea obsession. It's. I'm trying you, to get out of coffee. I've been trying to kick my coffee no, habit I know. since it, I was in college. It's a waste of time to talk about that. What I'm no, actually trying to. How talk, dare you? Uh, this um, is so. My. I'm making. I'm making great strides. You are. I'm sorry. I said that because here's the truth. You're actually drinking tea right now, and I'm it drinking would be coffee. Jasmine tea from our from our fam Jasmine at Rishi. Tea Jasmine green smells tea smells so strong, and I. But, that's what I need. I love. I love coffee black. I and love, you love whiskey strong meat. flavors. I love strong flavors. Nothing in your life is subdued. No. Yeah. My least favorite thing is like water with lemon because it's not water. I love it. And it's not lemonade. It's this like halfway thing. Sure. But I, what I was actually going to say earlier is that I'm in like this really weird nesting mode and I'm just here for it. I've had a week of playing catch up since coming back from our show and I finally feel like I kind of caught up yesterday. Yeah. And so today I feel like I am just in this mode of I'm going to take care of my space today. Yes, I love that. Do you know that? No, I, I, I get that. You're definitely reeking of everybody out of my way. I'm trying to chill. Can I tell you something else? I it's wish like you the would. secret to life. Oh, are we about to get no, this? No, I'm joking. I'm Stop joking. the press as we have it. So, the secret to life is? Stop. I was, I was making, <laughs> I was making a Jeremiah joke. Um, what but, about that was a Jeremiah joke? Because it's like kind of top shelf advice, like top shelf, like well, I feel reaching triggered. for the stars. I feel attacked. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, babe. Uh, what I'm trying to say, though, I got my annual facial on Friday and then I got a pedicure Saturday morning. What a weekend. Yeah. Because of those two you days. You sound kind of bougie. I am. Yeah. Well, I, well, no, I'm not. I haven't had a, I never get pedicures, but like I probably get a pedicure, I would say once a year. Yep. Oh, I get a pedicure and I get a facial once a year. If I could, I would do both of those things weekly. No, I love them. No, I know. I'm, try I'm trying but, to get into Dogecoin so that way I could get those big bucks and get my girl. I want your face to get touched and I want your feet to get touched on a weekly basis. On a basis. weekly basis, yeah. But here's the thing. The thought that I had over my a weekend of, of... A lot of declarative statements coming out of you today. But you haven't Here it finished. Is. Here's the secret. I haven't even finished the one thing. Okay, go ahead. But... Secret to life. After having such a weekend of just doting on and like... what? So stop. And like just being pampered like that. 
it just, for having such a busy week, it was like I didn't have the mental space to know how to care for myself well. So it was like I was paying for someone else to take care of me. And it is just so luxurious. And I just want that all the time. I mean, that's what therapy is. Like, hey, my heart hurts and I don't know why. There is something, too, and in that book, Your Body Keeps the Score, there's definitely something to, like, getting a massage or getting, like, they say that that really helps some people in dealing with, like, trauma. No, it it creates trauma for me. When I'm in that chair, face down, it's hot leather. The lights are down. There's weird, like, music playing that never resolves. You've only been once, and it was not a good experience. It was not. She touched me so much, which was, I know that's what I was paying for, yeah. I was, and I was getting my money's worth. But at the at the end, she said, hey, I noticed that you uh, put no feet on the on the thing. And she did it anyway. And, I, and she said, you know, if—and I'm like, yeah, I'm super ticklish. I can't. And she was like, well, you know— if you're ticklish, that means you need to get your feet massaged. And I was like, are you sure? And she's like, that's my one job is to know. And I was like, okay, feet. She undid all of the relaxation that I had gotten previously in the massage. I did, yeah. Because my feet are so ticklish. I wanted to, like, you know how, like, whenever you scratch a dog's ear and they just kick? That was me, like, the whole time. You hated it. I, I just hated well, it. Um, and she also held my hand weirdly. When she was doing my back, my, she grabbed my <laughs> hand. And we, like, interlaced our fingers. And we were like, no, it it doesn't, it didn't feel like a thing. It felt like her and I like crossed the bounds into, oh, I'm sorry, but I can't let go. I don't know what to do. That's so uncomfortable. (laughs) It was so uncomfortable. That's, I think, why I like the facial and the pedicures because I know like, okay, you're just going to touch my face or you're just going to touch my feet. And I have a good bit of time to get adjusted to that. But like, man, I just feel great. Like, I feel like my skin is just like glowing. So this is release week for us. We have to talk about release week. How often, how much have you checked your phone, be honest? I check my phone a lot. It's it's, but a, here's, it's n- an app that tells you how many streams this yeah, song Yeah, if has. you're a band, you have artist or Spotify for artists, and it's like an app that tells you like, hey, here's how it's your going. Your boy checks it a and lot. And your first week, which it's not good for my mental health, no, your first week, I'm, it live tracks your streams. That is not healthy for you, babe. Listen, I mean, I do it with Instagram and Facebook. Why not do it with our music career? You know what I mean? Like, I, I just check I just it. don't like that for you. No, I love it for me. I love hating myself, and I love comparing myself. It's just like a great hobby. This is my massage. It's called the anti-massage of the heart. But um, I didn't check anti-massage it that much. Anti-massage of the heart. That's it's the a, anti-massage. That's the um, but I... I don't check it too much. I check it enough just to go, hey, how's it? Is it still going well? Whatever, you know, because Pretty Boy was a was a swing for us. You know, it's not a folky, like heartfelt song. I didn't realize that until we talked to friends about it today. I was yeah. like, oh, this is different. Yeah. Like someone tagged us and said, um, love the new sound. And when you're a band and you're like chasing a moment and you're like, oh, I think this is what this song is. I'm not thinking like, oh, this is our new sound. You know, me neither. I think it's I just like this is where I'm at right now. I did think that with postmodern. Yeah, even if it kills me to me was like, uh, I hope people get this. But and I then when we went for blue light, it was like a completely different. I don't thing. feel this with Pretty Boy though. I think it's because why is it? We made it with the same with the same team that did postmodern. Yeah. So what? So it felt pretty sad. And Joymonger, it was like the same group of people. It's just where we were at the time. But I, like I think if. 
if Jason Isbell came out with an 80s record or like every one of John Mayer's records feels like John Mayer, even though he has like the country album and he has the, the this album and the blues record. Like, I just feel like one of the great things about Spotify is that you don't really have to be chained to a genre anymore. You can legitimately be like, like if you listen to Post Malone's record. Yeah, I feel like you can live anywhere. You can live anywhere now, which is great. And when we were doing Pretty Boy, I didn't even think like, I wasn't thinking album. I wasn't thinking, oh, this is the sound. Like, You're just thinking the song. I'm thinking, what does this song want to be? And our next song, Everything is Beautiful, feels more. Same, but it's the same approach, right? Same approach. Or just a very singular, like, this is the song. This I'm like, is... this is the song. And it sounds more like Joymonger on, like, with that drank too much coffee. Like, it just, and then the song after that feels like something else we have never done before. So, yeah. I just, I'm more interested in, we've been doing this now for like eight years. I'm more interested in what is the thing that makes me excited to do my job. Yeah. And when I wrote Pretty Boy during pandemic, I was listening to so much Haim and I was like, that's where I'm at right now. Let's capture this moment and then let's release it. And I think one of the things like Ryan Tedder of One Republic, when right after I mean, the, he writes everything, doesn't he? He does everything. Okay. He's like written for everybody. <laughs> Continue. Uh, but w can you do that while I tell the story? So he had, <laughs> so he had a mental, not a mental breakdown, but he had a nervous breakdown whenever they were releasing. It was either before Native or after Native, because he felt. What do you mean? Like he did this big post on Facebook, and he's just like, "I'm never releasing an album again. It's too, it's too much. The world moves too fast now." I'm having vague memories of this. Yeah, you showed me this. Yeah, Post. and he basically said, I I can't put all of my heart into an album that will be outdated by the time it releases because the world and pop culture moves too fast now. Yeah. So he said, for my own mental health, I'm only releasing singles. That's right. That's right. Oh, and that I, was a big – I remember that – him making a big deal yeah, about that. When it was, was that? At, it was after the Oh My My record. Which this ever, was like, what, four years ago? I don't remember the exact dates. But, you, I mean, you can look up the timeline if you, okay. you want to know. Yeah. But it's after they released their Oh My My record and – I just thought that was so interesting that even at Ryan Tedder level, you're like, I just don't think making whole albums is good for my mental health. Because like for us, I don't think COVID would have hurt so bad had we not just released an album. Like if we just released one song that yeah. never got to see the light of day, that would be different. But we released a whole album and it yeah. was like our whole identity. Like I bought outfits for that record. You know what I mean? And now it's kind of like... Yeah, man. this pretty boy can exist all by itself. You can either be into it, but don't worry. In a couple months, we're going to release another one that you may like instead of my favorite band releases an album that I'm so underwhelmed by and have to wait three years to get anything else from it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because I really love albums like. Yeah, me too. Like I can't listen to Graceland unless I'm starting it from start to finish. Modern yeah. Vampires of the City by Vampire Weekend start to finish. But I didn't really like Father of the Bride. And, but there are like one or two songs where I'm like, this feels kind of like the band that I love. And remind me, Father of the Bride. That's Vampire Weekend. Okay. That's. Sure. Doo -doo -doo -doo, boo -doo -doo, or was that. Uh, that was. I don't. This is not going well. I love that we just. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Um, but I love that song. That's like one of my just, favorite Vampire Weekend songs. You and I just sang on accident. I was going. Bum. Late bloomer. Oh, that feels uh, weirdly uh, yeah, self-indulgent. Okay, that no, was that's weird. Great. But 
it, we had a great, we had a really great release week. Yep. I woke up. Stop checking your phone, though. You no. can't keep checking that thing. I'm going to check it as much as I want to check it. I think it. you should give me access to it so that you no, can't. No, I'm going to check it as much as I want to check it. That's that's all there is to it. I, how often do I get to release music? You know what I mean? Like Every let me just time you release a single? No, the first week is a little bit maniacal to myself because I can t- get more updated. And then the rest, I just kind of just checking in on it. You weren't as pressure filled filled on release day as you usually are. I yeah, will say, I thought you've, way you've more improved. I thought way more about the like when I woke up on release day. I thought way more about, dude, how do you feel right now? Like it felt more like Christmas this time than it did on Joymonger. Joymonger felt like I woke up the day of a friend's funeral. It, which sounds so dramatic, I know, but that's that's how bummed I was the day our album came out. Oh my gosh! Because that was at the beginning of pandemic, whenever we had like nothing to look forward to, like that was before our calendar even worked anymore. You know that part in pandemic where it was just like, uh, yeah, don't ask me what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't even know. I think what was weird for me with Joy Munger because that was a Kickstarter album, right? The thing that I didn't like was that. Most of our people had already gotten it and heard it. Yeah. So it didn't really feel like a release day. It didn't. But I mean, our, our friends in Athens no, yes, made it feel I'm like saying, a release day. But I'm yeah. saying comparatively, comparatively in regards to like releasing it online to public, quote yeah. public. Yeah. But like this rela- release day really felt like, oh, no, P- Patreon people might have this. Yeah. But no one else does. Yeah. And like this is actually like oh, yeah, this is finally available to the public. Yeah, it feels like, oh, we've been keeping a secret, and now we're ready to tell you. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, I I feel like we had a great week. I really loved that moment when it was release day. We were going to see some – we were joining some friends for breakfast, and you were like, hey, let's just pull it up and listen to it. Let's just, like, enjoy it for a second. Oh, on the way there. And – I really enjoyed it. Like, I wasn't insecure. I was just like, wow, this, I know. we did I, this. this I ran to it later that day, and I was like, this is weird. Yeah, it's super weird. But it's fun. My favorite we moment in got... the whole song is at the beginning of verse two, when I say, I say. I heard it. Okay, good. Well, uh, I say, I thought that heaven was someplace you get when you're hit by a bus. In your left ear, you can hear you. It's actually the to... next line. No, I know. But yeah. that's the, that's the, that verse. Yeah. On the next line, you hear Aaron in your left ear looking for her part mm-hmm. she's like like ooing and, and trying like, to find her coming in note and he left it in yeah. uh chris Bethia, our mix engineer left it in and i told him whenever it was time to get edits i was like hey you can hear aaron warming up on verse two and i said it like so we should take that out and he said right and i was like oh okay that was like an intentional thing and he's like no no that I, it's cool like he liked it yeah even you warming up sounds very musical and beautiful so oh that's that's very nice of you. Because uh, I'm a nice guy. There it is. Okay. It's also, yep. really quick, release day was just like, I think you and I had a fun day. We had a fun day. We had breakfast with friends. Uh, we went and got strawberries, which you weren't excited about at first. Not even we had a close. great time. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. It was, a, it was a really fun day. I'm really glad that we had that. And I'm, you know, we got so much more music coming and I'm just really enjoying it right now. It feels... You know, COVID stuff lifting, and it it feels like that in every place of my life. Like it feels like every yeah. like hope is is being restored. Which and you I know, love. it's funny. It's like a couple of months ago, Pretty Boy was set to release on June 11th. That was our schedule. And then about a month ago, you said, "Hey, babe, I changed my mind. We're actually going to release it on May 21st." And I was like, "Okay, let's yeah. do it." 
I'm, I'm tired funny. of like, overthinking I wrote, all of it. Because you said, hey, can you write the Pretty Boy release for June 11th on our big wall calendar? And boy, did I ham it up. I put each letter in a different color and I you like really milked for it. it for you. And then whenever you're like, mm, May 21st, I was like, the calendar's wrong. Yeah, I just, I, we, you know, I overthink the part of releasing music because I'm like, oh, all the other bands do this. or all. No, same thing as like nutrition or like bands. There's a what? there's like a quote unquote formula for releasing music. Just like everybody's like, oh, you should be keto there's if you want to lose weight. Yeah. Okay. And it's just everyone is different. And what we needed was to release music. Everyone and, has an opinion on what the right way to do something is in yes. regards to nutrition and in regards to releasing music. And I'm lo- and okay. I'm lo- I can see how you got there. Yeah. And I'm losing trust when someone says what you need to do is. And I'm like, only uh, whole grains. Yeah, exactly. So and you're like, no, mom, mom. <laughs> okay, let's talk. It's 85 degrees outside. I'm We're wearing a mad. tank top. Uh, it's it's burning up. Let's talk about summer. What is the thing that makes you feel like summer is here? Mm. I have an answer, but I want your answer. Uh. Probably the produce that comes out. Okay, what is a what is a summer produce? What is a like tomatoes, squash? Are the, is squash a summer thing? Isn't it? I don't think it is. I mean, maybe that seems like it's oh, like yellow squash. Maybe that's more fall. Isn't squash like at every fall festival? Isn't oh, it? No. Or I'm just thinking of pumpkins. Yeah. Do I know what a squash is? Okay, let me back up. Back Are up. Are you talking about up. the game squash? Tomatoes, cucumbers, cukes. Okra. I love a good cuke. Okra. Yeah, I don't think I know when food sunflowers. grows. Sunflowers? Sunflowers? Okay, great. Sunflower. Um, <laughs> Speaking of Vampire Weekend. Strawberries. Yeah, we just oh, did yeah. go strawberry picking. So I think like... If you want to experience real joy, you need to go pick some berries. Jeremiah, I agree. Yeah. They give you... Like you go and it they have so like... Rows. satisfying. The strawberries grow close to the ground and they're in these beautiful rows and they give you a pink flag and they say you start pinking, picking at the pink flag... And then you carry the flag with you, and when you stop picking, you put the flag down so people know where you stopped. So, that so that's they go where to they you, begin the, next yeah, time. Yeah, so they go to your flag. And I then literally, pick, it's I, great. I was, I've been following these people. It's Washington Farms. I've been following them the whole five years that we've been here. Yeah. And I missed strawberry season every. I just kept putting it off, and then they'd be like, "Okay, thanks for coming this year, y'all. Strawberry season is closed." And I'm like, "No!" And then finally, I was like, "We have to go." And yeah. so Friday, I was just like, Jeremiah. Today's the day. We're going to go get some freaking strawberries. We had to do it. And, man, it was... But the thing is, is that, like, I noticed in our picking, you go for the ripest because they're, like, the most beautiful. So they're, like, all red. But then, obviously, they're going to, like, go bad pretty quickly. Yeah. So we had, like, several pounds of strawberries. And so I made strawberry jam really intensely Friday evening. That took up my whole night. Yeah, you started canning, which uh, to me is a little bit of foreshadowing into our future. Oh, for sure. Like you... When we have, like, when I have my dream kitchen one day, you better... I'm just going to have, like, a canning station just, like, ready to go always. Yikes. Okay. So we'll be living in separate houses probably. Oh, my God. Sorry. That's not very nice. But is there a regular size canning pot? Because yours is gigantic. Mm, that's pretty standard. That's a standard? Your mom got it for me, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I, I just feel like... She got me that for Christmas, I think, right? No, I know, but that doesn't change how gigantic it is. Yeah, it's just like summer's like the month... Summer 
uh, maybe I'll start associating summer with canning because like all these fresh vegetables that are and fruits that are coming out, like you can them for the winter. That was kind of like the initial idea of it. So I, and I think it turned out good. I, um, I don't know. I think, I think that is what reminds me of summer. Whenever you ask the smell of sunscreen really like gets me excited for summer too. Smell of sunscreen. And every time I sweat, it sweats into my eyes. That is a very summer feel to me. Of course. But to me, I feel the yeah, most summer yours? whenever the traffic alleviates in Athens, Georgia, because all the students go home because it's this town so, is mostly college it's kids. It's so nice. It kind of goes slow for a minute. Yeah. And it just feels like there's for whatever after graduation, which happened yesterday. There, that was high school graduation. Oh, when is UGA's graduation? I think it, that was like two weeks ago. Yesterday, we ran into Clark High School. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. So whenever all the students go home, it's like... Oh, I just need to zip over to the grocery store and you get back before you even leave. Like it's like yeah. so fast. Yeah. Um, so that feels very summer to me. I remember whenever like cable TV was in everyone's houses and we didn't have Netflix and stuff. It summer was marked by all the show season finales because like there wasn't anything new to watch. It was all reruns all summer because every, doesn't everyone's SNL done. take the summer off. Yes. So uh, Anya Joyce, the girl that was in uh, Queen's Gambit. Yeah. She's she doing the season finale. Which is this week. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Or maybe that was yesterday. I think that was yesterday, actually. I didn't even watch it. We have we have several to catch up on. Yeah, because uh, Keegan-Michael Key did it. We still haven't watched the Elon Musk one. I watched the monologue. Yeah. And I and I love SNL. I just... Uh, I've just been slacking on it. Yeah, I've just been slacking. So what TV is out in the summer? I don't really remember. I think there's like... You know, I'm sure Judge Judy type shows are still like going strong, but stuff still happens. Well, it's so different now because you get the whole show whenever the first episode drops. Like when Stranger Things comes out, you get all the Stranger Things. Well, is it HBO Max that's doing some kind of weekly episodes of things? Some of them do that. Like they did that with that really dramatic show or the social media experiment show, The Circle. You love that. They released that weekly. And they were, but I watched all of them really quickly, and I was I was like caught up by the time they got to the finale, so I only had to wait a day. Pitch me that show. No. Uh, no, why not? I. Are you embarrassed about it? No, I don't. You're not gonna like it. No, no. I mean, pitch it to me. Like, explain it to me. So, they pick the. How do I explain this? It's. It starts out with like I think maybe like six people, and they all live in this. Um, building and they kind of like assign them their own like mini apartments and they the circle is just like this platform for all of them to communicate on yeah and none of them they can't ever see each other it's just all through like through the circle is how they're communicating they never meet yeah and so you have to kind of like sell yourselves ba- like you have like you have like a profile it's kind of just like a, it's like a glorified like dating app, but for like a group of people, they're not really like dating. I mean, some people do fall for each other, but, and some people are catfish is catfish. Yeah. And some people are not. And so it's kind of like deciphering that. And then you kind of like vote people off. And so you, they have like ratings. So it's like survivor. They have like ratings and they rank 
the people from like one to however eight, however many people. And if you're in the bottom, then you're at risk for being voted out. And then the top two people get to vote for who gets to leave. And then it causes drama with who leaves because there's like alliances that are formed. And it's just, it's just a very interesting like social experiment to see like if you can be, if you can come across as genuine mm. through this circle generator of communication. Yeah, I like the premise. Like, it, I, no, I mean it. It that's what I'm saying. Like, it it is incredibly fascinating yeah, to see just, how people interact in that way. You know, because like, because some people are like, I'm playing this game. Like, I'm in it. Because if you win, you win a hundred thousand dollars. So they're like, I'm here to win, and you get to hear like the finalists like express like what they want to do with the money, and like these people are like very genuine. You know, no, like, sure, and so. But then some of them, you know, decide to go the genuine route, but a lot of people don't because they're like, I'm here to win. I'm not here to do anything else. Yeah. I just, I feel like we're kind of all doing that with social media and it's like, they just made a game show out of it. Like we're all trying to figure out how to be genuinely ourselves on social media because it is so much a part embedded in our lives now that I would love to be the guy that's like, I'm not doing social media. I'm going to go walk off into the woods and just like find my true self or whatever. Yeah. But I, and you know, like, I don't know why, but for a really long time, I thought like, oh, there's going to come a point where we don't care as much about this. Yeah. But now I kind of feel like it's only going to get worse. Like it's only going to get more embedded into everything we do. And what's hard is like, there's a guy on there that was very much kind of like that vibe of just like, I'm just, I'm just going to be myself. I'm just whatever. Um, He does like breath work. He's very like into meditation and that kind of thing. And he was like, I'm not going to participate in any of these games. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to be myself. And so he didn't form any alliances and he didn't do all this game type stuff. And he got voted out the first vote. Yeah. No. And that's to me, that's what social media is. But then there's this one chick that like I felt was very genuine the whole time. And she she almost won. Yeah. But then. Yeah. I just. It's interesting. Right. Because you. I don't know. Because whenever we would do, like, it's a bummer whenever you, like, do a heartfelt post or mm-hmm. something. You're like, oh, I really mean this. Right. And then you post it, and it's like, oh, that, like, but got then, no love. And but then, then you're like. someone's going to think, like, oh, they're being fake. Or or then you post something that's, like, totally garbage. Just for like, like, oh, I so relate to that. Yes. It's, no, just, I, it's no. just strange. Like, how do you be a real person on this weird internet? Exactly. It's just and dumb. that's kind of the study on this show. And what's at the grand finale, like, they have the people that got voted out, like, come back, of course, to, like, meet everyone. Because yeah. that's their first time meeting everyone. Yeah. And these, um, I think this is right. Yeah, everyone that got voted out that did not make it to the finals, like they were all real people. They weren't they they played themselves. Yeah, that's But so... then the final five, all but one, like only one person out of the final five was the real person that they presented as. I got catfish one time when I was on What do you mean? Like when uh it was AOL Instant Messenger was a thing. I was in probably like I was in probably like the eighth grade or something. I don't even remember how I was like a kid, you yeah. know. And, uh, the, it's funny that it, I think her screen name was like summer girl one, one, two, one or whatever. Summer LOL. And I don't even, I think, I think the way it worked back then is you would get into a chat room and you would like talk and then someone would think you're funny. And then you would like go into like your one-on-one. Oh my gosh. And she, I can't remember exactly what she told me, but she told me that she was on the run from her parents because they were trying to kidnap her or something like something that at the time I should have been old enough to go. 
this sounds weird. But at the, at the time, it was like I didn't know you could be a liar. You could be fake. Dressed you know? up as a, as totally. a honest person. Totally, on the other side of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of dedicated my whole week to making sure she was safe. Oh, my gosh, baby. That's so sad. Yeah. And I would check on her. I would message her. And she would always have her away message up. And it would be convincing. It would be like uh, looking for a hotel room. or like. So, and I don't know. She could have been like a 40-year-old Was she trying to get artist. your money or what did she no, ask for? No, she wasn't asking for anything like that. Then what was the goal? Just to be a liar. Because eventually I like I got obsessed with like the narrative she was giving me. Like I was like, oh, of all the people I found on the internet, I found the one person that needed me or whatever. I didn't know what she looked like. She may not even been a, a female. She may have been like a 90-year-old oh man. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know. That's so weird. But I got pinged by someone else, and it was like summer woman, 2212 or whatever, like her friend. And she said, hey, just so you know, what's her name, who I don't remember her name, yeah. uh, is not who she says she is. Uh, I saw her computer whenever I stayed at her house. Her brother isn't trying to kill her or whatever it was. She's just bored. And I felt like super betrayed. Yeah, but why did that person mess? No, why she did didn't get anything out of it. You? I think, oh, I don't. And it could have been the same person who was tired of messaging me <laughs> and was like, I'm going to like break his heart so he'll quit messaging me or whatever. It was just a oh, very, babe, that's yeah. so weird. But like, I just remember thinking so betrayed and being like, oh, the internet is a place where I could get harmed emotionally if I'm not careful. Yeah. I don't think I was allowed. I remember doing AOL Messenger with friends. Yeah. I mean, and I did too. My screen name was StrictDaddy9330. Okay. Yeah. But I don't remember ever My password was Germ. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't ever remember messaging people that I didn't know. I didn't have a lot of computer time as a kid, though. Yeah. I I had a lot of computer time. I remember whenever I got on AOL Instant Messenger, it... I don't know if this was everywhere or just where I live because we didn't get good internet to way the rest of the country did. Yeah. But uh, if you use the internet, it would take up the phone line. So when someone called, it would they would get the internet signal on your phone. Yeah. And I would get in so much trouble because nobody could call because I was on the internet. Right. Yeah. So. Did anyway. you talk on the phone a lot as a kid? Yeah, I remember whenever I discovered three-way calling, and it was a dollar a minute. Yeah. And I racked up like sixty dollars. Yeah. And you would have thought that I, like, wrecked my dad's Porsche. Oh, of course. I would have been so mad at you. Yeah. I remember getting my first cell phone, and it did that be-doo-be-doo thing to my radio. Yeah. And I remember I worked with this woman at the toy store um, when I was in high school, and she was, like, an older lady, and I loved her. I think her name was Verna. We used to listen to, like, Johnny Cash whenever the boss wasn't in. And uh, she would just... She would just give me, like, really weird, like, nuggets of wisdom that she thought was just, like, absolute gold, you know? Mm. She's like, Erin, let me just tell you this. Do you have an ex-boyfriend? And I was like, yeah. She's like, do you wish he'd, like, call sometimes? And I'm like, well, duh. He broke up with me. And she's like, you know, like, sometimes you can just, like, think about it. Like, really think that it could happen, and it'll happen. Okay, and witchcraft so I, over at the, at yes, the toy store. Yes, and so I'd be like, my radio would do that, and I was like, oh, is it him? Like, you know, like, wow. just like calling phones were such a big deal whenever we were kids because we were like so new to it. And yeah. just like getting a text message with like the little envelope was just such a big deal oh, compared yeah. to what it is now. It's, you know, because it's so normal. 
and just getting a text and having folders of texts. Oh, and just feeling so. And I remember when you had to clear the phone out, and it and it would you just be like, I got to start building these back up. Yeah, I I talked on the phone a good bit. I feel like I always talked on the phone, and I had a huge like walk-in closet that I don't know how that happened in the remodel, but for some reason I got that. And so I would sit on this giant like pillow stuffed animal thing against the wall that was next to the living room. And I was, I didn't think anyone could hear me, but as an adult, I went back into that house and someone was in that closet and I was standing in the living room and I was like, Oh my gosh, I can literally hear everything that they're saying. Right. So. Do you remember whenever the most devious thing you did was like pick up the other phone in the house to listen to your brother or sister? I did that all the time to my yeah. sister. Do you remember when that was like the peak of existence? Yes. When you're like, I'm about to step onto this roller coaster into my sister's psyche. It was such a risk, but like a fun risk. Oh, yeah. Because I remember her friend on the other line would be like, I think I hear Aaron again. And then all of a sudden they could hear in the phone her footsteps of her like running towards me. Yeah. And like and whenever, like, uh, if you picked it up at the, at the right time, they wouldn't know. And you'd be like, oh, this is about to be delicious. Just answer the phone at the and same just time. Answer the phone. Uh, so yeah, summer vibes. I'm, I'm excited because it's, I'm, I got my Stetson. I got my summer hat. We're going to be chilling this summer. For a while. Um, I want, to, they have these new uh, fancy like beach towels that are like really like thin and it's called like this, I forgot. But um, it repels water really well. I think I'm going to buy us like a nice beach towel before going to Miami. Are we going to share this towel? For sure. Okay. I love that. Couple towel. Just because I don't, I don't want to have to pack a checked bag. I think we can get away with carry-ons. Yeah. I'm wearing... Uh, do you think so? Yeah. Can I wear my Speedo on the plane? Or do you think I'm like just... Do I have to wear like regular pants? Oh, my gosh, babe. What if what if that was true? Like, what if we'd never been to the beach before and you're like, oh, wait, you do this, you know? Yeah. I think that could be great. No. Okay, love that. Uh, yeah. What are you super into this week? Can I go first? Of course you can. I watched There Will Be Blood. Oh, man, that the sounds of that really stressed me out. I, it was whenever I was canning, so. So I'd heard it. a lot about this movie. I tried to start the movie back when we lived in Mississippi, but I tried to watch it on my iPad 1. And I was like, this movie's boring. I remember that. <laughs> but I like tried to watch it on my iPad 1 with the iPad 1 speaker, and it was sitting in my lap, and I was like trying to watch it. And I was like, this movie sucks. And I just didn't get the hype. And it's because I, I got through like 10 minutes of it. The first 10 minutes are literally a guy like learning how to drill for, for oil. Yeah. And I was like, this movie sucks. Does and he die? You don't even know who I'm talking about. And then I Facebook is doing a really good job with showing me the the shows I want to watch because I'll get targeted with these scenes and it's like with the script at the bottom with the script at the I bottom get, I get oh I get pulled into those I get hooked that's what got me into Breaking Bad I saw the um, I, I the am script. the one who knocks scene yeah on Facebook before I saw it in the show and I was like I need to see this show there's one for mid Midsummer and I almost I don't do horror films very very well, or I don't do them very often at all, but I almost watched it because of one of those, like you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So I got to the scene. There's the scene where Daniel Day-Lewis's character gets, quote, saved in church. Uh-oh. And the only reason I'm spoiling it is because, for one, the movie came out in 2007. Uh, if you hadn't seen it Has yet. Has it really? Yeah. It's been that long? 2007. And it came out the same year, I think, as No Country for Old Men, which is another amazing movie. Yep, uh, those both swept that year, right? Swept. So I didn't, I just didn't know anything about There Will Be Blood. And then I saw this scene, and it's, uh, I think his name's Paul Dano. Okay. 
is the preacher in the movie. And I had chills watching a scene I had no context for where I, w- I was like so moved and so disturbed by it. I was like, I, I oh, ha- so it's not a good saving. It's like a uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, a, it's the, he gets saved in order to, to, uh, get this land. Like that guy's like, I mean, I'll sell you the land, but you got to get saved first. Oh gosh. And it's like one of those like corrupt old, like the church really runs the town up. kind of vibe. Yeah. And the pastor is like power hungry and it's just like they are enemies. And the pastor has some serious problems, right? They, I mean, every, it's one of those movies where like there's not a lot of hope to be found. But is there anyone you're rooting for? No. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it felt a lot like Breaking Bad, like the, the setup of Breaking Bad. It was like a very anti hero movie. Yeah. Like you. You think, oh, I'm about to love Daniel Day-Lewis, and you never do. Like, yeah. it's never a good time. But uh, his—and I, I know it's, like, cliche to be like, Daniel Day-Lewis is kind of the best ever. But he was so good in that movie, I forgot that I wasn't in that—I wasn't in California in the 1900s, like, watching this happen. I'm curious. It's so good. Should I watch it? I mean, it's two—it's two and a—it's almost three hours— I was gripped the whole time. Uh, some people say it's boring because it's a slow burner, but it was amazing. So now is I'm, it kind of like Irishman? Exactly. Where it's like... That slow? It's that slow. But then the buildup's worth it? So worth it. Okay. And it's like, it's the ending is so poetic, The and it's just it's just great. It's yeah. so great. Okay, sorry. What is your thing? No, it's okay. Um, I mean, I would... Oh, if I was going to say canning, but like, I, I don't know that that's going to... It takes some serious time and also i'm new to it so i feel like i had to like read the instructions the whole time and that's no fun you want to be able to to fly to flap your wings and soar you know what yeah I mean? i've i like i feel like i finally settled into like a really nice nighttime like routine yeah and i feel like taking a bath every night is like kind of my move yeah and it feels like my like whenever i shut the door to the bathroom to like light a candle have the whole Set up. I, I like usually watch some type of like chick flick situation on Netflix. Yeah. And it just really feels like my downtime in the best way. And I've just been getting good sleep lately. And I'm really glad for that because I'm not a great sleeper. You're a really bad sleeper. I've gotten better at it. Yeah. I feel a nap coming on. Oh, I love that. Okay, cool. Well, let's get you napped up. Let's jump over to Patreon. And do you want to talk about the fact that it's your B day this week? <gasps> it's a big week. Yeah. Okay, let's talk I'll about. I'll be 30. You'll be 30. Let's talk about Aaron turning. 30. Yeah. Yes.